Jimmy Butler scores 36 points against the Nets, and boy is this OKC Thunder team fun to watch. This is Daily NBA with Alexander J for last night in the league, November 16th. There was only two games last night. We'll get straight into the first, Miami extending their winning streak to seven games in a row after a 122-115 victory at home against the Brooklyn Nets. Jimmy Butler was 12 of 19 from the floor for 36 points, while Duncan Robinson's confidence from distance is just paying off. 6 of 10 from deep for 26 points, including 10 in the final quarter. In what was briefly a 17-point league, it quickly dwindled. The Nets had their seemingly standard 23 points from guard Mikael Bridges on a bit of an off-shooting night for him, while Lonnie Walker IV had 23 points on 18 shots off of the bench. The next five games for Miami are relatively easily. They play the Bulls twice, the Cavs, the Knicks, and the Nets again. We could see a little bit of a run here from the Heat. The Oklahoma City Thunder continue to be a joy to watch. They beat Golden State Warriors, a team without Steph Curry and Draymond Green, 128-109. SGA top scored with 24, but he had a poor shooting night. He was just 6-21 from the floor. Three of those coming from distance, which is a bit unusual for Shea. He doesn't really stray too much behind the three-point line. 24-year-old Isaiah Joe shot 7 of 7 from downtown for 23 points off the bench. He actually did miss his 8th and final 3-point attempt, but he was fouled and went to the line, so the box score doesn't show the miss. Worth mentioning in this game, Giddy had 19, a flawless 3 of 3 from distance. Again, super unusual for Giddy. The Thunder shot 59% from 3 for the contest over and over whenever it got close. The Thunder's 19-point first half lead dwindled all the way down to a single point at the end of the third, as Chris Paul and Jonathan Kaminga put in the work. Kaminga finishing a team-high 21 points in his first start of the season. Chris Paul only had 15, but they were timely going along with 8 assists. Brandon Pajemski continues to be a bright spark off the bench for the Warriors. He finished with 15 points, 8 rebounds, shooting 3 or 4 from deep, whereas Clay Thompson made just one basket out of 10 attempts. To some news around the league, and the Memphis Grizzlies have been granted a disabled player exception worth $6.3 million. For those who don't know, this is uh, specifically awarded for the team-ending loss of Stephen Adams after his knee rehabilitation was not successful. The Grizzlies have until the 11th of March 2024 to use that money. Daniel Tice has agreed to a buyout with the Indiana Pacers to go play for the Clippers. I think I forgot to cover this one yesterday. Tice was pretty good in the World Cup for Germany and has been buried on the bench for Indiana. As they lean into this fast-paced style, I know several Celtics fans who are bummed that Tice is not returning to Boston. The Charlotte Hornets have indicated that Miles Bridges will play tomorrow, his first game eligible after serving a lengthy suspension for pleading no contest to felony domestic violence charges. Bridges was scheduled for a lengthy contract worth in excess of $170 million, if you forgot, before the charges were levied over a year ago. He was not given a contract last year and was awarded a 30-game suspension, 20 of those waived in lieu of not playing last year. Bridges averaged 20 points a game in the 2021-22 season. And finally, the NBA has updated their rookie ladder. Victor Wembanyama still at number one. Chet Holmgren, number two. Detroit's Sir Thompson, so going all the way up the ladder to number three. He's been really fun to watch. If he develops a jumper, it's over for the league. Uh, number four, also a surprise, Jordan Hawkins for the New Orleans Pelicans. He averages 18 points a game over the last five games, if you haven't been watching the Pels. And in fifth place, the Dallas Mavericks. Derek Lively, the second. He's been uh, really good starting most games in that center position next to Luka and Kyrie. And, and Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. has been good. And on this day in NBA, Bill Russell pulled down 36 rebounds on October 16th, 1965, in a four-point win over the Cincinnati Royals. And Bernard King would sign with the Washington Bullets in free agency in 1987, following an awful injury in March of 1985, two years prior. 
where he tore his ACL, damaged his cartilage, and broke his leg. At that point in time, no NBA player had kind of returned to form after that kind of devastating leg injury. King would average 22 points a game, shooting 49% from the floor over the next four years with Washington, culminating in one last All-Star appearance aged 34 in 1991 before another leg injury caused his retirement. Tomorrow, 11 in-season tournament games and another six to play in two days' time, and I'll tell you all about it on the weekend episode of Daily NBA. Subscribe on YouTube, follow the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I love you. Do whatever you want, man. I don't care. Have a great day. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.